Hello and welcome back to the Living Imperfectly podcast with me, your host, Claire. You're listening to the podcast that provides you with real honest discussions on how embracing imperfection can be a helpful approach to improving our relationship with food, body image, exercise and navigating through our messy lives in general. I am so excited about this episode because I've not just got one guest on, I've got two guests on and they are both absolute badasses. Got Faye and Emma from Rad Chicks, formerly known as Match My Workout. And we are going to be talking all about going after big goals. So let's get started. podcast. It's so good to have you both on. I am so glad that we've made this happen. Um, It's been a little bit of, well, living imperfectly. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Nice to be on. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks for giving up your time. I really appreciate it. Um, Especially with you, like, having to like come back up the road and life has been full and so yeah I'm I'm really excited for this episode because we've been chatting about it for a while so um, and I might have dropped it in a few episodes as well so I hope our lovely listeners are excited too. So I'm going to get stuck in and get started with some questions. So firstly I'm going to start with a big one. Please share with our lovely listeners your top epic races or events or challenges because you two are badasses. <laughs> You've done lots. And so, but hit me with your the, the top favorites if you've got top favorites. Oh, some races and things. You can start. <laughs> I think we've done we've done a bit of everything, which is um like Jack of all trades, master of master of none but um I used to race mountain bikes I raced the like enduro world series so that was good traveled all over the world um running wise the marathons probably the favorite has to be Edinburgh last year for other reasons um and then Ironman yeah my first Ironman was a big one I think just because it was something I've never done before it was totally crazy and yeah the like training involved is a lot of dedication for the three sports so that was definitely probably like maybe a turning point for me of like you can suffer for a very long time (laughs) so that was definitely um good but I think like our most epic achievements gotta be the 106 marathons in 106 days I yeah I was like when is that one coming up I, <laughs> I was like <laughs> that yet um you just kind of build up to it don't you? you kind of build up like em just said about the iron man where she decided oh she can suffer for like a long time then you kind of build up to different things so all that adds up i think we did loads, we've done lots of different things lots of different races and um like training and events and challenges but it all adds up to give you that confidence that you can do something bigger so I think that's probably why but then I think the Edinburgh marathon of the marathon challenge yeah was like super special because it was actually a race whereas like not that we could race yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's still a plot, but um cheered Ginny on uh, who yeah. was winning the women's race <laughs> like yeah. it was the atmosphere I think like which we got as well because we did Balmoral 10k when oh, we yeah. were in the challenge as well and I do think it's nice when you put yourself in the atmosphere of everyone else as well um because it just lifts you and you just remember like how much a race can help keep you going like because of the support everyone else doing it as well so like that was probably a highlight like moment of the challenge if that makes sense yeah yeah I can get that I think going back to like the Ironman like I can't get my head around having three individual sports I've got a client who's who does that kind of stuff and I'm just like I can't get my head around that like But then that becomes like, you know, you're saying like that becomes your normal of like, well, I've managed to to do that. And that's like, that's what I can achieve now. 
so what's next you know what I mean I mean 106 marathons and it's a bit bit of an ask but um like how do you even how do you even get your head around that 106 yeah it's I mean it was meant to be 100 so the original record was 95 so we looked at 100 but at the same time we were doing it there was another girl doing it um and she well Jackie in in America did 104 yeah so we went to 106 so I mean crazy that the people doing it at the same time we were like what the hell (laughs) how even is there anybody else wanting to do this but um I think the, the reason for the marathons was that it needed to be bigger than us. We wanted to do something really big because we both lost our parents um, recently and we wanted to raise a lot of money. And we also wanted to inspire people. So we also like train people, have clients that um, want to achieve goals. And I think our biggest thing is that everyone says they, they can't or they're not ready or oh, I'll do it in the future. Mm-hmm. So we have the tagline of, of do it while you can. And yeah. we wanted to give ourselves a massive challenge to prove to people that it might be scary and you might not achieve it we didn't know whether we could get to the end we didn't know we didn't know whether maybe only one of us would get to the end but we made a pact at the beginning that if one of us could carry on the other one would just support them if we ended up injured or ill or anything happened so I think it's the like you've got to take a risk and you've got to you know train and prepare yourself as best you can and then give it a go and you don't know what you can achieve so we just wanted to kind of yeah I think we had to think of something that was so kind of off the wall and not unachievable like but so crazy that a lot of people do think oh but you're fit you can run a marathon or yeah but you train all the time so you can do an ultra or like but so then they think like that still 5k to them is still like massive but when you say that we're doing something like that then people think well if they can do that I can run 5k and it's a bit like my dad who went from like couch to marathon like and he never would have thought oh I can do a marathon had we not said we were going to do 100 like and I think a lot of people were like that that it was like well if you're planning to do that then surely I can do one and I can push myself so that yeah everyone's perception it is your perspective and yeah we were a bit like can we do it well I don't see why not we can give it our best go and all we can do is prepare the best we can and then take it day at a time and see what happens yeah I love that it's like it was it was so inspiring like I absolutely loved watching your journey I loved it and it definitely it it does like naturally when you see people do like absolutely like incredible things you're like Oh, could I do that? And then you're yeah. like, yeah, could could I do that? And then you're like, could I do it? Could I do it? Hmm, would I want to do it? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and like, if anybody ever wanted to do it, we would support them. We'd never do it again, but we would yeah. support anybody. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> you could do it. You're, you're just like, God. And then I, I was like, starting to think, like, oh God, what the logistics of it? I mean, I like logistics. I love a spreadsheet. I love all the planning and stuff. So I was like, oh, that must have been amazing like to do all that. And then I was also thinking, actually, that would have been really, really like lots of lots of planning would have had to have gone in. I think that's where my mind was going when I was thinking about that one. I was like, wow. Yeah, I think the thing is as well is you can only plan so much because yeah. you don't actually know what's going to happen or how you're yeah. going to feel like it's you very difficult. Yeah, 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 like we did we did a lot of research, a lot of planning. We had a lot of like specialists in place to like explain what we were doing and say, if this happens can we come and see you? If this happens can we do this? Like so we had it kind of all sorted, but until you actually start doing it like you know, you're not going to train for 100 marathons in 100 days by doing 50 and 50 days. Like, yeah. you've done a challenge. Like, so it's kind of a bit of trial and error, I'd say. And we were just lucky that we had the support around us and everyone was so willing to help. So willing to, like, cook us food and come and support us and, like, drive us, like, Kev, bless him, drove us all the way to Edinburgh and back so that we didn't have to drive when we went to do the Edinburgh Marathon. You know, like loads of people were like little bits of the jigsaw Mm -hmm. puzzle, I guess. Yeah. And you had the storms as well. Is that right? 
I remember oh, that right. That, yeah. I, I, only, I only know that's right because this one day I was like, should we mix the route up and go on this different route? And it was like the back, I don't know if anyone knows, like the back of like um like Loch Nord, where it goes over and it comes down out oh, yeah. um where Cambersomay. Yeah, Cambersomay, yeah. Curry Curry used to be. And we got on it and we must have been about oh, we were about probably 18 miles in. So you're starting to hit that oh like wall. Mm. You feel You've done loads, but you're still tired and you're really far from home and you're like, oh, still nowhere near the end. And there must have been like no word of a light, like 30 trees down everywhere, over every path. Like, and we went over about 10, 15 and we were like, oh, should we go back? And then we were like, we're, we're kind of there now. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. It was probably the slowest marathon. Yeah, we're course. like jogging a bit, climb over a tree. And I mean, it's a big tree. You have to like sit on it to climb over it. It's not just a little hop. Oh. And then jogging a bit, climb over another tree. I was like, this is so, like an assault course, let alone a marathon. <laughs> so some of our routes got like reduced to some paths that we knew were clear. Um, just Yeah, and sometimes storms. we tried to... Yeah, avoid like Glen Tanner when it was really windy, just in case something did happen. But then that bore its own like challenges because you're running in open, like an open space, but that means the wind is hitting you. So you just feel like you're getting absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Um, so the wind was a real challenge that I think we probably didn't really consider, but yeah, yeah just absolutely badass, both of you. Um, so yeah, achieving big goals. It, uh, like like I was saying there is got there's got to be lots of planning involved but it's a bit of a mix of like your mindset the strategy persistence um what part do you enjoy the most and what part do you find the hardest I'd say I like the, I like the mindset thing I think mm. I think you can achieve anything I think literally anyone can achieve anything if they just keep going and you're gonna have ups and downs but you always are you've just got to yeah. try and just get through that low point and you'll always have a high after it. So um, it's easier said than done, but I think everyone, you don't realize the power of your mind until you test it, I think is what I would say. Yeah, I think I've learned to like lean into more the mindset and to like realize or find out the reason I'm doing something. And if I have enough, a big enough reason to do it, then I'll be able to do it. But if, like I I just feel like if you're not fully committed or if you don't have that kind of drive or that power behind you then you're so much more likely to give up and not be able to carry on through but if you if you really do want to achieve like what you're setting out to then you can get there and your mind will get your body there like a hundred percent I think I learned that through the through the challenge because as long as you got up each day and you try to start with a positive mindset and the support of everyone else and knowing like you know a big thing of mine was to whether like I don't know <laughs> I wanted to do the challenge and not tell anyone and Faye was like that's not gonna work like we need we're, we're raising money and we need the support I so think, I think on that though we both wanted to do the challenge and we would have done it without telling anybody I think fair. if you would do something without saying to somebody you're doing it for the right reason because you're doing it for you so like a lot of people do stuff just to put on Strava, put on Instagram, stuff like that. I think like we did a lot of the training and we didn't tell anybody what we were doing. We did it all just with us. We didn't need it. We did it for us and we did it for a purpose that was bigger than us. So that was the re that was the reason why you wanted to do it and not tell anyone. Like, yeah, yeah. But I was like, well, you know, it doesn't really work. <laughs> you can't really finish and go, oh, by the way, we did this. And everyone will be like, oh, right, nice one. Weird. Yeah. So, yeah, you can... <laughs> you have to yeah. have that, that that's the risk element of it the risk is you have to be happy with like not completing it and the failure but you have to be happy you've done everything you can and I think we that's all you've got to go into it like preparing you've got to go into it knowing you've done everything you possibly can that you're happy that when you start if something stops you it's beyond your control yeah. and that is just how it is it's like when somebody goes to the Olympics they're prepared for four years and on that day, something isn't in their favour and there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Like, it's devastating, but they've put themselves out there. They've done what they can. And some stuff is beyond your control. Yeah, yeah. and not beating yourself up yeah. about it either. Like, learning to, like, <laughs> live it perfectly, I guess. Not everything is perfect. And, like, you, you can't beat yourself up about that because, like, then you'll 
like you don't want to end up resenting what you are doing either so like you know that you do it because you have a love of like whether it's running or swimming or just outdoors or fitness or walking but you if you're too hard on yourself then you don't want to end up hating that sport or hating what you're doing so yeah I like I guess mindset for both of us is probably yeah like, your mind gets your body through I think exactly and you know there is like a point where your body says no and that is part of acceptance but yeah you're you're right I think sometimes we give up too easily um I mean yeah endurance has definitely taught me that you can definitely go through sometimes just sitting with that uncomfortable thoughts and knowing that it will pass can be really helpful because like the more you ask of your body the more the chances of your mind not going in the places that you want it to go um but if you know that's going to pass it can get you through it like oh I'm having these you know I'm thinking about this going wrong and this going wrong and this going wrong it's like okay just take a deep breath we'll get through it um and you're right I do think you most of the time you can get through a lot more than you think you can I think that's where like previous experiences build like so I'm sure that where you've done ultras and you've gone oh I've had this before just keep going or okay yeah. I get like feed station to feed station and just get to the next one and you use that experience from other races other things or even from other people's experiences if you've you know heard that somebody else went through something you can be like okay this is I think if you can justify it in your mind yeah I think our thing for like a lot of well most challenges or things we've done is that like the pain stops as soon as you stop yeah. so like and like it's something that joe said when she met us on the marathons that like really stuck with me yeah was about um the like you're lucky to feel pain like because you're you're able to like we're putting ourselves in that position and we're able to and And it yeah and we've chosen that and it does stop as soon as like we stop and so some people aren't lucky enough to to be like that and they're unable to do all of the things that we can do and push ourselves to do so I feel like if you can kind of tap into that when you're struggling or really hurting just knowing well all you have to do like if it is like a marathon okay keep running for 10 more miles and then that's it it's done like the pain stopped I'm I've pushed and like and I'll be buzzing at the end like so just trying to yeah get into that and I think you're right the more you the more you do it the more you can like quickly get into that kind of zone or whatever you want to call it exactly I think as well sometimes yeah it's actually something that James said in the podcast with him that I absolutely loved was you know like sometimes like that might you never know that might be your last ever run I think that was like I was like oh my god that's amazing I like that one because you're like okay this this might be my last run and then you're just gonna like try and enjoy it it's just yeah. brain I think I call it brain trickery like I'm like oh oh I'm thinking about this am I okay yeah yeah <laughs> well. it is <laughs> and I think at the end of the day you've got to remember that it's just a run or it's just a race or it's just a, like nothing's on the line we're not professional athletes that might not get a contract next year and not be able to do our job you know no, no one's gonna die hopefully touch wood like nothing's going to change if you okay you might feel a bit crap if you don't finish that race and you know you might have a few regrets if you drop out but actually at the end of the day like if your time is 10 minutes slower than your normal pb like after after a couple of weeks you'll you'll probably get like a burning like desire inside to go and do something else to to get that pb you'll be like oh this is where i went wrong like nothing nothing it's just a race at the end of the day I think you've got to sometimes bring yourself back down to earth and realize that the world is not going to end at that moment yeah 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 exactly and that's not easy you know that's not easy and I think that does come with experience like I've had some DNFs where you know some serious things have gone really really bad but then and in the moment afterwards, it's really hard. It's It can stay, stay with you for quite a long time for some people. But actually, like, you know, I like to journal, get it all out, like 
what could I have, what can I actually learn from this so that I don't do this again? Like this doesn't happen again, or at least try and not make this happen again. Um, yeah. So yeah. About it, isn't it? And it, you've got that passion. So you're going to feel, you're going to feel like frustrated, gutted, upset because you're passionate about it, which is why you're doing it in the first place. Cause if you didn't have that passion and that drive, you would probably never, especially running something like an ultra to push yourself through that. You, you just, you need that drive and that passion to, to yeah. want to, do it or to get yourself on the always line. learn something. Yeah. Like, always. yeah. Exactly. And, and like with your, you know, epic 106 marathons, like the drive for that was so big for the both of you. That it's like, I would imagine that that would have, that would have been with you often oh yeah and we yeah. spoke about it a lot didn't we when it got hard or we'd yeah. put music on, but like oh. like my I was really triggered by music because like my dad always listened to music so I'd put that on and I'd be like oh I can do it like it's not that oh hard. I love that but, like little things like that will like and I'm yeah. sure like that would work in a normal race if people have something that can trigger them yeah. like put something on or put something on that takes you to that yeah place that'll that make makes you, you dig a bit deeper yeah. but yeah. then at the same time I think what's really important and like the whole like being maybe a bit more conscious about what you're doing is that we both decided that this we weren't going to complete this um like 100 marathon challenge at the um sacrifice of never being able to do something again so obviously it's a massive toll on your body and we both decided that if either of us got an injury where like we wouldn't stop but if for example James like he was a really good running physio who was working with us or the guys at Bankway uh, Spinal Health mm. or anybody that was a, a, a specialist. specialist told us like we suggest that you stop like this is only going to get worse we would have stopped yeah. like the, outside of, of our control and that like the future is more you know great to finish that challenge but then in a couple of months time it like is done and everyone's on to the next thing we're all talking about the next thing we've gone and done the next thing but if you can't run again after that when that's what you love to do or you can't you know go for a ride or you can't go to the gym it's not worth it so no. I think yeah you, you can push yourself but you also have to be mindful that sometimes if you need to stop you should stop because there's a bigger picture yeah which so like I know we keep saying mindset and people I don't want people to go away but like oh I've got to keep going, to keep going. <laughs> yeah and then Said, keep going yeah because there's a li there's a limit to it isn't there yeah. it's within reason yeah exactly um, exactly long-term like long-term um, damage yeah. yeah yeah as I would say to my coach Sophie it's like the imaginary line that you have that we all have is individual to us and, it, and it's variable as well like sometimes you're like I am tinkering over the line, but it's not completely over the line where I'm actually ruining myself, but I'm like close to that line. It's not feeling amazing. But as long as I'm not like trashed, I like really, really trashed and you don't know what damage you might be doing. So it's just that I think being really in tune with your body is like part of the process. Yeah. You know, it's all yeah. individual. Yeah. And I think seek help, like go to yeah. physios, go to like chiropractors, go for a massage. Like they know, like, you know, your body inside out. But also if you go to like the same specialist as well, like it's very helpful because like they also know your body and they'll know what's normal for you and what's not. And they'll be able to spot things that you maybe can't or at least be able to say, right, this is giving warning signs here. So keep an eye on this or this, you need to start stretching this or whatever it is. But if you try and yeah, give yourself some regular maintenance with like other people's eyes as well, you don't just keep going and going and going until something gets too bad that you've gone too far exactly I think and especially if you're training for the things that you are training you are tired often and you maybe aren't recognizing those signs I think that's very helpful advice is like getting a third uh, person another person's yeah. view on it because sometimes they tell you things you don't want to hear but you do deep oh, down, you do yeah. deep down know <laughs> you're like I don't I'm going to ignore this one and then they're like uh all of this is tight <laughs> all <Yeah>. of it 
Exactly. You're like, oh, I thought it was a little bit. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but now that's been told. So yeah, totally. That's me being told now. So yeah, I'll rein it in. Um, so what would you say is like the hardest part of working on big goals that you've done? Like what would be the toughest part? During the, the preparation, the preparation, yeah. Yeah, I'd say the training yeah. would be the hardest always because it's the bit that you do behind closed doors to get you there. That's the four a.m. alarms and the dark nights and the like. Yeah, yeah. I think for everything that's we've done, isn't it? yeah, that's the hours and hours and hours behind the scenes that you don't get the glory from. Like you don't get. You, you don't always get the buzz at the end or you don't cross a finish line or you don't achieve your goal you're just working towards it and it's the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the easiest part is to decide what you want to do or sign up to something and then the next bit is like people get a coach or they get a training plan mm-hmm. and then you go and buy the new kit and you get the stuff but oh, you've got you, to get your kit. You've got to yeah. get your kit. <laughs> once you've done all that, you're like, okay, and then you have to do the work. And I think the difference is the people that actually do the work. And that, mm. there's no way around it. There's no there's no way around it. You have to do that work. So you can get all the fancy training plans. You can get all the fancy yeah. kit. You can sign up to everything you want. But if you don't do that work, yeah. Oh, it's going to be horrible. It's yeah. going to be... Absolutely. Yeah, you can't just go and do uh, like one run and you know go and go to the gym once a week and then next week you'll do three and then the week after you do one and it has to be your priority so like we were just talking before we started this and like about how to fit things in and you're saying about that it's your priority so you get up at four in the morning and you get it done and when we were trying to do the marathons we were working like two jobs or like in the cafe taking sessions at night and doing online training so the only time we could train was in the morning or really late at night so that's what we had to do we split our day we did like really early mornings and really late at night and fit our day in between and that's just the commitment that you have to make so I think you just you have to prioritize it and you have to get it in and it has to become an unnegotiable if you want to perform or you want to achieve that goal so saying oh I couldn't fit it in today well you can you just have to get up at four it's not ideal that's the way to get it in and I think that'll always be the hardest yeah oh yeah exactly yeah but when you get to the start line and you've done that like you know you got up this morning and you got up at four and you went and did hill reps and then when you get to that start line you'll think about all those times when you get up really early it was chucking it down it was pitch black but you got those hill reps in the bag and that's the stuff that builds that mental strength for when you get to the start line yeah totally oh definitely you do think about those tough training sessions that you really couldn't be arsed doing um but you know fine well that you you could um I think as well that another thing that we I think a lot of people I think forget is we we definitely need to make the training a priority but it's all the other stuff that is plays a big part in it as well so the more you ask of your body the bigger your goals are the more the priority is on your sleep your recovery your diet your it's all these like juggling acts so you've got life and then you've got all of these things and it's just it can feel a little bit uh overwhelming at times but I think the planning part that you talked about before is like nailing that can really really just minimize the thought process about it all um I don't know like how was it for you guys like with with that side of things for doing like your big events and stuff your big races like I always find it like I need to eat a lot Um, like instantly (laughs) like so I think the planning and the prep for me for that is like I can't really achieve or perform without doing that and I would like I know I'll struggle I'll like yeah I just I just need the energy like a lot more so than Faye which is like really strange but it just shows you how different each like person is like we could do the same thing and I'd probably eat twice as much like Mm. because I need that fuel to like and as soon as we get in the door like I need to eat something like and then half an hour later I need to eat again like it's like constant so we needed to like well for everything we've done we always like prep 
don't we? Like we take with us like a protein bar or a protein shake and then we have organized what we're going to have like for dinner or we know our breakfast that if we're like racing, we take the same thing because often like you need like if you're in like we travel in the van a lot for a race and you don't want to rely on everything else that's around there so we take with us what we've practiced like fueling wise so that we can do that and like Mm -hmm. for me especially it's a bit more difficult because I'm allergic to nuts so like I can't really rely on any like race food either like I have to pre-plan what I'm going to eat otherwise I just might not eat so I'd say that part of it's like yeah I think yeah and we work with a lot of people that I think maybe nutrition is probably one of the biggest things and and sleep as well like I think people really don't quite realize how important sleep is and how it helps you recover and how helps your body reset so you can get going again um we're really good at at sleep (laughs) yeah same (laughs) we don't stay up late late. and I think maybe because we're doing so much in the day and we know we're going to get up early we're always like we always go to sleep quite early um and I don't ever feel guilty about sleeping and if you've got the chance to lie in for a little bit I don't think that's a bad thing because it gives your body the chance to to recover and if you are struggling to get up every morning and with an alarm every single day maybe sometimes it's worth just having a day where you don't need to set that alarm where you can try and find a way and I know it's much tougher when people have got children and animals and like commitments but if there is a way even if it's you know you give your children to your parents for the because you're going for a night out but actually maybe you don't make your night out as long and you get back and you have a sleep and a bit of a lion because you've got that opportunity because the children aren't there oh it sounds amazing like, try and... <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure it does. So, <laughs> I think there's always a way to try and find or or you work together as like a partnership one of you gets up that morning the other one gets more time to lie in and just like give their body like the chance to recover because you are at the end of the day exercise is a stress on your body and that extra stress means you need that extra recovery and you also need the the nutrition to help support it. So especially as we're getting into the winter as well. And there's there's ways to do it. I mean, we do a lot of juicing just to get like as much nutrients in as we can. We don't use it instead of eating, which like I know juicing gets a, a really bad rap sometimes because people just do that. But I think if you add it in, like the amount of vitamins and minerals you can get into your body and we just try and flood our body with whatever we can. Yeah, and if you're training hard, like I'll like add in like a smoothie kind of thing like that we make, like coconut milk, cacao, banana, that sort of stuff. Um, And I'll just add that in every day because it's just an easy way to get extra yeah Yeah, like so it's but if I'm not training hard I don't need it like it's just when I up the the level and like then if I start training again and we are working towards something like you'll just like I'll really notice like a dip but also I understand it's difficult for people to like eat like seven meals a day you know like (laughs) it's time consuming to make food especially because we'll also say oh don't eat all the processed food and try you know like so there is a balance but yeah Yeah. it's hard like I don't think there's a secret like there's not a secret way there's no no quick it just literally is trying to find the way that works best for you and it's different for loads of different people some people meal prep some people don't like to meal prep some people you know eat the same as their kids some people like to cook separately some people some people eat the same thing every day every day like, yeah. don't they or like and similar some people are lucky enough that they've got the money to you know go and buy all these pre-made like food that other people like create so they can just chuck it in their fridge so yeah. I, I don't know it's you've got to find what works for you haven't you like both like financially and for the time that you've got I think um yeah. and it's a bit of, it's a bit of kind of just try it out and see if it works if it works great if it doesn't yeah. and then you start to find your staples don't you so things like what you eat before I don't know I think we're very not creatures of habit like Em obviously really likes her food with her cafe and like she mm-hmm. likes to create different things and she likes to bake she likes to cook I'm a bit more like I can just eat the same breakfast probably every day and be like so we we have like staples but every now and again you'll try something new <laughs> yeah sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't um but it does and then you add it to what you do and yeah, yeah. I'm a creature of comfort as well I like I, I'm quite like this is what works for me 
but then you know if I'm out and about or whatever then I'm you know I'll, I'll live life on the edge and I'll be like oh I'll try this um but yeah it is it, it definitely is an individual thing I think the sleep part is you know there is no getting away from it we need sleep like whether you train or you don't train but then yeah. the more that you ask your body I think sometimes we forget that exercise adds stress to your body same with you know if you're in an extreme calorie deficit that also adds stress to the body so it is about finding that sweet spot that works for you so I think that's brilliant advice um okay so this is <laughs> I mean this is a little bit mindset stuff but how do you navigate the times that you just really can't be arsed that you just don't want to show up how do you get yourself out the door and doing it I think probably I would say it depends why you're feeling like that because mm -hmm. if there's a reason that you're can't like can't be bothered and you're stressed and you're tired and you know sometimes it's okay to not be like to not be able to get up and get out and go and do that thing and sometimes you your alarm might go off at 5 a.m and it's actually more beneficial for you to stay in bed than it is to go up and do the session yeah. but on the other hand if you just genuinely can't be bothered because it's raining outside <laughs> then <laughs> then we're quite good and it's also I know not everyone's in the same position but there is two of us so usually one of us will feel better than the other and can get yeah. the other one up or tell them like do you actually not want to do it or are you just being lazy like yeah what's what's the reason like is it just because it's raining or you're like for example if Emma's feeling more up for it than me she'd be like well I'm gonna go and then you you're like well I'd feel really shit if you came back all buzzing and I haven't gone so I'm gonna go <laughs> it totally helps but to... that can work with a training partner because like before we lived together we did the same thing we would agree to meet like like you like at five in the morning and get it in before work and I'd be like well I can't not go because Em's gonna have got a driven all the way to Sculpty to go and do this hill session and I'm not there so you get up and you go and you both meet in the cars and you're like oh god but then yeah. you're out and I think just knowing after it, it feels good, I, I don't know. And then we've just been down in London for like the last six months and there is like slightly different. And we were working most days or every day from like midday or late morning to, to right late in the evening. And I think with that one, I was like to get up in the morning, like every morning at like five, six in the morning. I was like, if I don't do it now, I don't have any time for the rest of the day. So later in the day, if I think, oh, I wish I'd have done it or I should have got it in. I like regret it so that got me up like yeah and I think every morning being like you get know up, get it done and it's in the bag and then whatever happens the rest of the day I've done what I wanted to do yeah and I think you always know you're gonna feel better for doing it I always just think like I'm always grumpy in the morning I'm always grumpy in the morning <laughs> we'll always be like if I'm we're... like do you want to come here? Okay. yeah and I always <laughs> want to go but it doesn't mean I have to be happy about it at the time I'll have some talk she's a talk <laughs> God. I'm like okay I'll morning. be happy at the end and I'll say morning at the end but like I'm not about <laughs> it until until it's over basically but I I think I always think as well like if you do if it is about like early morning and getting up and how to be bothered how to be motivated like you've set your alarm so it's gone off so you've woken up and I always just think well I'm awake now like it's broken my sleep like I might as well just get up and do it because I'm never going to be in that deep sleep again that's unbroken until eight o'clock or whatever. So like I should just get up and do it. But I do think like, yeah, we're quite driven people. If you've got a goal, then like I think I'd rather get up and do the training and work towards it and reach my goal than I would turn up to a start line and suffer because like mm. I know you're probably suffering either way, like to an extent. But I think there's there would be nothing worse than going thinking, I'm not like for me personally if I thought in my mind I'm not prepared for this then I'd be way more likely to give up or like not yeah or like let myself like ease off or not perform as well because I'd be like oh well I didn't do the training whereas if I've done the training I've got no excuse like I know how I should perform like mm -hmm. I'm more likely to push hard but mm -hmm. 
but I also think sometimes you do have to listen to your body like sometimes there's a reason you're not getting up and you don't want to do it and like and we did just that like in like so I just said like in, in London we were working every single day and then at weekends like a couple of days we were like I am done like felt so tired and both of us just took the weekends off and then we decided going forward like it just wasn't sustainable unless we did take the weekends off and then it became a lot more enjoyable and we got up during the week knowing we had the weekends off and it's like sometimes it's quality not quantity as well you don't have to go every single day and do like an hour or two hours sometimes if you've got five quality sessions that's better than training for seven days a week a bit half-assed and really tired or three quality sessions like do the sessions and do them well and recover in between and you will get way more than if you just half-assed do the sessions because you're going to be tired then you go and do an interval session but you don't properly push yourself on the intervals so you don't go as fast as you can and recover you're just more doing a tempo run and then you don't get the benefit of the interval session but you've ticked it off so in your head you're like I've ticked it off but actually if you go down to three or four sessions a week and when you hit that interval session you are ready because yesterday you had a recovery day and today you're going to go and do that interval session you'll push yourself and you might reach speeds that you wouldn't have reached if you hadn't done it and then you'll you'll get the gains from it so yeah I, I actually think you know people need to like take take it back and realize that more isn't always better quality is better yeah. Um, and I think if you can do that and if you can get your head around it there's a lot of people that train like really good quality sessions and not as much who have done like incredible things yeah because they've given their body the opportunity to recover and reset yeah um, like I think sometimes <clears throat> we can think oh you know to be disciplined we need to be it needs to be just grind harder and like more and more and more but actually it it's to allow that flexibility again coming back to knowing your body as well and having a bit of an understanding of well what's going on in my life right now is there more stress going on do I need to take a couple of steps back for me to actually go forwards because you know just grind harder like mentality to the point where like we've mentioned a couple of times of the detriment of the actual goal or your health is not productive so it it's it's a hard one to accept sometimes like when you are driven and you have got a a goal to like say actually I need to take it down to four sessions a week instead of six or you know it's it's a hard one um but generally pays off yeah it does and it does like you're so right depends on what's going on in your life and the stresses and that's like like the you know generally if we were at home we probably would train six days a week, like as a standard. And yes, yeah, some of that might just be like taking the dog for a little jog, like not not crazy. But then when you change your environment, you change your what you're doing, like you change the sessions you're doing as well, like because we moved from here and then we're not living in our own home. So we don't have all our own stuff. Like then you do have to think, well, six days a week training is not sustainable for us here like it's just not gonna work and we need to mix up and it's okay to mix up what like what you're doing it doesn't you don't always have to think like oh but this is I've always done this and this works well it only works in a certain situation it doesn't mean that's the blanket rule forever that that's gonna work because that's what you used to do like yeah yeah Yeah, and I think as well like social media has got something to play in that as well like Strava, Instagram, Facebook, you that fear of missing out. So someone's decided, okay, yeah, I'm having a day off, but they see somebody else doing something, or somebody rings them and goes, Oh, I'm gonna go and do this, and then they suddenly go and do it. And forget you forget what you're like, you need to be a bit selfish about what you're doing, and sometimes just switch off to like social media because those people haven't got the same goals as you or the same, you know, you, you the same lifestyle as you. You know, you might have kids and a busy job. And then the, the the other person that you're watching on Instagram is a full-time athlete that has a masseuse, um, sleeps during the day, trains twice a day, has someone yeah. make their meals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't compare yourself to somebody like that. You have to think, well, I don't sleep because I get woken up in the night or I get up early because I have kids and I don't get to bed at 10 because I have to clear up in the kitchen and get the stuff ready for the next day. And then I don't have time to eat properly because I'm at work and I have to fit my training in at lunchtime. And yeah. why are you comparing yourself to somebody on Instagram that doesn't have all, like kids, doesn't have a busy job 
and trains twice a day because that's just like unrealistic yeah. so yeah. I think sometimes social media doesn't help and you have to take a step back but yeah maybe taking yourself off it sometimes if you're struggling is a good thing or not putting everything up on Strava if you're worried what someone's going to say if they see your Strava and you've gone for more of a steady jog instead of the pace you can keep like I don't think people really care as much as people think they do no like, nobody cares nobody everybody's concentrating on their own thing <laughs> yeah. like when people go to the gym and people are like oh everyone's watching me and I'm like they're, they're really not like people really yeah. don't care what you're doing people and if they're watching you they're not working on themselves so like what are they doing in the them, gym? Yeah. yeah and I think yeah people overthink what people think about them and I think if you can stop worrying about what people think about you and how people perceive you and just focus on you then you might recover better you might actually do that easy run as an easy run instead of pushing it a little bit because you think oh this is going to look a bit shit on Strava because I'm running yeah. at 6 30 it's like that's fine yeah that's absolutely fine yeah do yeah. that because that'll help you recover like yeah build your aerobic base like that is good yeah like yeah. think of the picture. you don't always have to be smashing it so it looks great like oh I know I the thing I say to clients is put your blinkers on like pretend you're a horse we you know the blinker yeah, and I'm like just focus on your own thing like nobody really cares I know it sounds really hard harsh to hear that but like genuinely like nobody cares everyone cares for that moment maybe why something's happening so when we were doing the marathons everyone cared for that moment and like we had a really good time doing that and then finishing and then the week later everyone's back to their normal lives we're back to our normal so you've got to remember that that is a moment and it, it can't define you it can't like yeah. you that moment and then you're back to your life and you have got to come back to reality and come back to you so you've got to always like it yeah. sounds really harsh but like yeah no I know I know not that special. no one really cares that much about what you're doing they might look yeah. at it oh like Claire went out for a run this morning did hill reps all fair play and then they've scrolled to the next person yeah <laughs> Rather than in depth looked at what you've done for that hour and like who's got that time like I know and sometimes even just thinking like th- like actually thinking it out like that and then it's like actually if they have an hour to sit and analyze all of my training for the week yeah. like wow like I hats off them <laughs> I like I give give me the feedback for what you've yeah. reviewed like I'm here for it um because I haven't spent that much time reviewing it probably um you know it's like yeah exactly um, or it's just like take it as like be flattered that somebody's that interested in you and you're obviously doing something right because they're yeah. looking at what you do they're trying to work out what you do so yeah I don't know. yeah yeah like, exactly I think that is that goes for also in the gym as well like I that's something I say to clients is like if you're in the gym and people are looking at you it's probably because you're doing something that they want to do or you're doing something they're not sure on and yeah. a lot of people just trying to learn from each other which is like yeah. there's no cons to that um but you know it's so just again blinkers on do what you got to do get it done get out everybody's yeah. forgotten about you <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah. everyone's okay. done you yeah. just do what you need for you to make it work for you and then as long as you're doing that you're going to be happy aren't you exactly um what would be like the biggest bit of advice you could give anybody that is wanting to achieve a big goal like something that it like doesn't need to be 106 marathons but just something that is like huge to them what would be your biggest bit of advice mine would be the preparation I think I yeah. think if you compare well, then like, so decide what your goal is. So like get your goal set and, and and put it like, write it down and then prepare for it and make sure you tell people like people trying, for example, Emma trying to keep this hundred marathons and keep it quiet. Like it doesn't work if you, if you keep everything quiet, you, you don't have to tell everyone, you don't have to publicize it on social media, but tell somebody to keep you accountable because as soon as you voice it and you say that that's what you want to do, it becomes quite real. And then you don't realize how many people will help you and help you achieve your goal and like want you to succeed. People don't want people to fail. They do actually want people to succeed. And I don't know why, like people always think, oh, everyone's going to think like, no one's going to want me to achieve it. Like, it's amazing how many people want you to achieve. And they, if you voice something, someone might say, oh, have you checked this out? Like, this is a great training band. Or have you spoke to this person? They're really good. They've done this before. And then you can put that preparation in place to achieve what you want to achieve. 
So I think that's, I mean, that's like three, isn't it? Tell someone. <laughs> prepare for it. <laughs> and then <laughs> send it out to the universe. Because like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy what happens when you just put it out there. Like, yeah. people achieve. So I think, go on, you can do a succinct answer of one. <laughs> I'd probably say, like, think about your reason for doing it so that you've got that like something inside you to make you want to do it um as long as you've got that I think you'll like your head and your heart whichever will get you through but also maybe be like no I know I'm trying to say I don't know how to say it like you've got to be a dreamer because you have the big goal but be realistic in the sense that like like recognize what your like strengths and weaknesses might be so that you can work on what you need to work on like because like anything physical or like and mental whatever your like weakness might be like there's always something you can do to improve it so if you give yourself your best chance then like you know you'll have always done everything you can so yeah I love all of those I especially love like the internal motivator because it's I mean it's lovely getting external gratification from you know validation from everybody but if you have that internal driver I think that is the force like within you that gets you gets you motivated when you when motivated motivation isn't isn't there because it's not always there right yeah Mm. because when it's external that's like yeah you're you're not waiting for people but like you know you can always tell yourself like that you want to do it and the reasons you're doing it but like other people won't always say like well done or that's a good idea etc etc like so like when you're trying to get up out of bed to do your training like you can tell yourself this is why I want to do it so this is why I'm going to get up like and then that'll stay with you forever whereas like like we said you know you you do something and unfortunately it's great at the time but then everyone moves on whereas you'll never move on from what you've done like you'll always know you've done that and achieved that yeah and I think that stays with you after you've done the thing as well 100% yeah it does like yeah and into the next thing and into the next thing and you then that'll help you going forward for everything and you've got the memories and the photos and the medals and the whatever like you've always got that like to to help you for then the next thing you want to do yeah I love that I've got one more question mm-hmm. can you set a challenge for our lovely listeners and I'm going to be bold and say and me too um so share one of your workouts or your sessions so that we can see if we can match it Ooh, oh like a match my workout yeah um well we've been so we t- we've changed it up so since we did the marathons we because we believe in like adaptation and trying to like test yourself and maybe why we do different different things we like to like put it out there so because we did a lot of endurance slow endurance steady work um for the marathons we've now switched it up and we i don't know whether anyone's heard of high rocks it's like this new big buzz thing that's coming in it's kind of like crossfit without the skill and the like the barbell like technique olympic lifting stuff so it means it's achievable for anybody but it also means that it's like much faster higher pace so it's more like an hour to an hour and a half like effort um with like 1k runs and an exercise 1k run and an exercise so that's kind of what we've um been focusing been focusing on recently to try and get our speed back because obviously we did so much steady work now we're going to the opposite end of the spectrum. So our workouts recently have been a lot more like, um, High lot more, yeah. So I'd say something like what was one of the what's one of the good ones that we've yeah gave us a good one. <laughs> so do you have a lot of runners listening to this, or is it a mix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about like something like um, like an AMRAP? So as many rounds as possible. So 20 minutes, mm-hmm. like 500, we do it like, should we just do it with body weight? Yeah, yeah. It's not everything yeah, body weight. Yeah, so 500 meter run, or you could say like, I don't know, two, two minute run if you don't want to, if you can't measure the track, 500 meter run, like we're into our, and then just do three tens, like yeah. 10 push ups, 10 sit ups, 10 squats. Mm-hmm. Just 
keep for 20 minutes see how many how many rounds you can get but push yourself so on that 500 meter run it should be an effort yeah it needs to be like and then try to do them unbroken. So your 10 push-ups, you try and do unbroken. So whether you start on your knees, whether you start with incline, whether you start full push-ups, you want to try and do them unbroken. And then same with the sit-ups, same with the squats. So just try and do those on repeat. And it just, I think also that just shows you don't need a lot of kit to get a really good workout. It's also just 20 minutes. So you could warm up into it if you wanted to. You could do your run steady at the beginning and try and get it progressively faster if you didn't have enough time. Or you can just warm up and hit it 20 minutes run push up sit up squat repeat yeah super simple but super body weight brings you right back down to earth it's horrible well i will give this a go and i really hope that our lovely listeners do as well um so yeah you usually put stuff up on our instagram so if you did want to see what we were doing we usually share like when we've done a session or whether someone gave us a session and we've done it so like okay. there's loads like that that kind of crossfit style now that we're doing yeah. that's a bit more perky um i love that but you can, i think as long as you've got a format it's quite good so if you do like a you say you've got 20 minutes and you can do as many rounds as possible find what you've got if you don't run put go on the bike if you don't like the bike row yeah if you want to add pull-ups instead of your sit-ups then add pull-ups like you can mix it up and use that format can't you yeah i like it i like an arm wrap as well it gets you, you there's just you've you're got to just hit that quickly and get it done I don't know why you just, you, you think I need to get through this as quick as possible but you're like well it's capped at this time but it's still I don't know what it is yeah, psychologically. Know. <laughs> yeah. just, but then I think it's really good for like when you've only got a certain amount of time as well because you know it's not going to go past 20 minutes so it's not like you look at a workout and you're like oh how long is this going to take me you're like it's 20 minutes I'm going to get it done in 20 minutes I can plan that into my day yeah like if you did a warm-up for you know 10 minutes and a quick call down it's 35 minutes out of your day to fit in a really good workout happy days you know yeah I like that is there anything else that you would love to share on the podcast about big goals or anything I mean we haven't really got anything right now have we no we're going to do high rocks again next year hopefully and qualify for the world champs again um but yeah that's a like if anyone is a runner on this and wants to try something different like it's running with strength which i know like you train a lot of strength with people you do a lot of running it's really it's a runner's it's a runner's game for sure yeah um that's definitely worth giving a go we've really enjoyed it um a lot i've not tried i've not tried any any high rock stuff but i i every time i see stuff i'm like oh well it's spicy yeah it's good it's a good atmosphere it even be just like a good addition to your running training you know just something else to train for to just give you that i think a lot of runners don't do the strength part so it will make you focus on the strength as well um yeah definitely yeah that's that's what we've got in and then we might try and do something else but we're not really sure we bought a tandem we've been discussing a couple of of years ago wasn't it like okay that's interesting yeah, but then so. we did the 100 marathons and we were like oh we were a bit scared to ride it because we're not the best so we thought we might fall off and injure ourselves when we were training for that and then we've been away all summer so we haven't been able to ride it so we want to try and give that a go next yeah. year just like not like racing or anything but just get on that we at least need to learn how to ride, ride it properly <laughs> before we commit to doing anything they're else. not as easy as they look I no, thought, oh they'll be super easy and we got one and we were like oh bloody hell this is biggest turning circle ever <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hadn't yeah turning the circle oh god that's it's hilarious <laughs> uh, but yeah no apart from that we're um we haven't got anything just yet we've just been head down like yeah. working and having a bit of downtime now so yeah who knows we'll see what we can conjure up <laughs> yeah mm, look forward to seeing what is next um what's your, what's your, what's your next race or- my next my next race will be uh the fling the highland fling so oh cool yeah i'm doing brew dog run in over christmas time but you know that's a nice um social drinking and running which is a great combination i seem to work well with that combination um (laughs) but uh yeah the fling will be the i think will be the first big race of of the year actually it will definitely be the first big one don't know if i'll do anything smaller before then but yeah i'm excited so yeah yeah. i know (laughs) thank you so much like the both of you um i really appreciate you giving up your time i'm so glad that we managed to like make this work as well um and 
thanks to our lovely listeners as well for taking the time to listen to this podcast I really hope that you've taken something from this episode that has helped in some way to inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and be a badass and do these things because you definitely can and uh, I will pop my contact details and Faye and Emma's contact details in the show notes so if you want to reach out to any of us please do so and I really look forward to meeting you again on the next episode